Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, life coach and psychotherapist and your host of Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets mindful. On today's episode, I am teaching about presence through my birthday. I'm using my birthday to teach a lesson on presence. I have days left of being 38, and I can't wait to be 39. I love to age. Now, I know many of you out there might say, oh, you're still pretty young, Nikki. Wait till you're older. See if you'll still say that. Feel free to check in with me 20 years from now. Make sure I'm committed to what I'm saying today. I'm fine with that kind of accountability. It might be a weird thing to hear me talk about a birthday and how to be present. Like, how do those relate, right? A lot of what I talk about on the show trying to describe this nebulous thing of healing is that we look back into our histories to find the messaging, to check out that messaging, to see if it still serves us, if it ever served us, and what may serve us better. So years ago, for birthdays, I would feel a sense of dread. I was still young. I was in my, my early 20s. And I feel this real sense of dread that I didn't quite understand. The dread wasn't just nerves about having to celebrate like a lot of introverts and HSPs may relate to. The more I looked at it and really tried to feel out what was going on with me, the more I realized that my messaging around my birthday was pretty twisted. My birthday is usually over 4th of July weekend, and my entire life, my family, my entire extended family, would get together at what had been my great-grandmother's house to celebrate that weekend. Now, to maybe an average-feeling kid who wasn't a little mini-observer and a little mini-adult and wasn't already having anxiety issues, I think they would have very much enjoyed those days, and I enjoyed those days very much. They're some of the best memories of my childhood. But when it came to my birthday, my little HSP, empath, anxious self didn't know how to put words to this. But looking back, I now understand that I couldn't trust 
that anybody was there to celebrate for me, which sounds childish, regressed, low maturity. Of course it was. I'm talking about being seven, eight, nine years old. It's exactly what it was. But I didn't know how to trust from that nervous place. My biological father had already abandoned me. And here was this time of people who would get together and would all hug me and would all say, I love you and would all say and sing happy birthday. But I never quite got to feel if a birthday party celebration was just for me. So what does that set up? Years later, when I try to do my own birthday things, it's set up for me through the power of messaging. That was my own messaging. It's not that anyone sat me down and said, hey, Nikki, I think you should feel anxious and wonder in an overthinking, overly anxious way about the love around you and the support. No one ever gave me that message. That was what I extrapolated from the circumstances of my life and those birthdays. So as a young woman trying to do my own birthday thing, if someone wanted to plan a get together for me or a party or a going out, I very much didn't want that to happen. Looking back, I can see that I didn't have the muscles to know that it was okay for an event to be planned and be about me, even on the one day a year that's my birthday. I would want my birthday to hurry up and just pass by as quickly as possible. I felt very uncomfortable with having to be present in that moment. Hell for me would be if I was in a restaurant any time around my birthday month and to see the wall of waiters walking towards me about to sing happy birthday, I would want to melt into the floor, hide under the table, run out of the restaurant screaming. And if anyone out there has an introvert in their life, I assure you 99% of us hate that kind of scene. (laughs) And other people tend to think it's good for us. I disagree. I didn't need so much of that. But maybe I did. Maybe it helped push against me a little bit and know that it was okay for me to have some moments like that. That's a way that I can process. And even right now in this present moment, use that awareness to say, oh, yeah, and reinforce even in those really super awkward younger woman moments when I was mortified having to be present for a birthday song in public. That's probably good medicine for me. So this is part of how we are enigmas wrapped in conundrums. Yes, I recognize that I am saying in one breath, don't do that thing to introverts singing the happy birthday. And on the other, I'm saying it might be good for us. This is the struggle for us as well, not just for other people relating to us. This is part of our complexity in action. I think I'm showing you. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about pivotal moments in history? If so, then try my new podcast, Calm History. It's a time machine of tranquility filled with immersive and fascinating stories from history. Prior episodes include The Pilgrims, Marco Polo, Henry Ford, Joan of Arc, Jackie Robinson, Klondike Gold Rush, Ancient Greek Olympics, Easter Island, and the Great Pyramid of Giza. There's also a six-part series about the Titanic. 
Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. If I look at some other messaging around my birthday, the adult women that were around me, from my mom to her sisters to my uncle's wives, they all thought it was a very funny, cutesy, lighthearted game to pretend to be 29 forever. And of course, in some ways, it is a light, cutesy, easygoing, intentional, lighthearted kind of banter and silliness. And in other ways, it surely did not show me how to gracefully embrace gaining year after year after year. It made me fear it. It made me feel that there was something wrong in a body aging. It made me scared of meeting myself in aging. It made me minimize and dismiss and shy away from any question about, oh, how old are you? I'd want to explain to people, well, yes, I know that I'm 28 and I don't have any kids yet or this and that, or I've already had one divorce and, and I, I'm not done school the way that I want because Hurricane Katrina interrupted me and so did a divorce. And, you know, as if there's something wrong with just being who I am, not achieving enough by certain birthdays and then getting past that 29 age. I'm about to celebrate 10 big years past it. And y'all, they've been the best 10 years of my life. And last year has been the best year of my life. It's very important for ourselves, for our inner children, for the actual children. So many of you are mothers or want to be. Some of you are aunts like I am and chosen family members with so many younger women around us. We have such a powerful opportunity to show ourselves and everyone else what it is to age, to walk into our age, to own every line in my face as the earned, the hard-earned wisdom that it is. Every stretch mark, every way that my body changes shape over the years to celebrate every moment that this body has taken me through every happy moment, every sad moment, every ripping my hair out, wanting to scream in frustration moment. And this body hasn't failed me. It hasn't left me. It hasn't abandoned me. It hasn't run away from me. How dare I shame it about living its life and being impacted. Once I made this connection that because of this just discomfort around my own birthday and the women that modeled for me their birthdays and me being an empath and having soaked all of that up on top of everything that we soak up about body image and aging in the media, I knew exactly what I needed to wring out of my sponginess. I knew that I had to practice and get into my subconscious some new vibes, some new messaging around birthdays and aging. It's not always about things being easy and rainbows and butterflies and sunshine. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's, it's the best moment on earth when we see a new wrinkle or see how the gray hairs are getting different. But it's change. And I refuse 
This is where my stubbornness comes in as a superpower. I refuse to walk down a path of scaring myself about getting older. I refuse to walk down a path that models that same fear, that same ick, that same denial, that same dismissiveness about the amazingness that our bodies are still carrying us, that we are having this blessing, this gift, this amazingness of being alive. When I made those connections, I knew what I needed to practice. I knew that it was simple. I knew that it was profound. And the magic really happens, y'all, in the practice. So if you grew up like I did, maybe this is part of a weird connection that might help you understand, not just in this birthday way and aging way, but maybe there are some other messages that you received like I did in some other areas of life about not being able to be fully present because that's what that is. That resistance to embracing our ages, our, our changes, or my little kid resistance of being, being unable to trust or to melt into, it's okay even if people aren't here for me, they're still here and they get to enjoy me and I get to enjoy them and that support. When we give ourselves these messages that repair and grow us, we repair and we grow. There's sort of no other option. I hope by me sharing this today, it's not too messy. I hope it helps you make some connections about where you may be struggling to be present, to sit with yourself, to be present and sit in meditation, to be present and practicing joy in each forward motion change and to celebrate the beauty and the awe that it is to be gifted with another day, gifted with another year. Light and love and happy birthday to all the other cancers that are out there. I know most of you are big time feelers just like me. I want to thank some of our amazing Patreon producers of the show that helped keep Emotional Badass commercial free. It means the world to us. I want to thank Dinora Vasquez. Thank you for letting us use your full name. Thank you for being a supporter of the show. Michelle, Sophie K, Julie, Christian, Charlene, that's beautiful, and Heidi, thank you so much for supporting us. We appreciate you. We can't do the show without you. It means a lot. Light and love to all of you. If you'd like a shout out on the show and access to our exclusive Patreon episodes, participation in the live stream Q&A I do once a month over video, we would love to have you join the growing community. We're about to hit our third goal. Come find us at patreon.com backslash emotional badass. I'm an emotional badass. You're an emotional badass. And together we are where Moxie meets mindful.
Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com.